so as I record this when I'm not podcasting, I did do some deliveries for Uber Eats. And, you know, only did about, what, three hours a day? Roughly got about, I mean, it was, it, it, you know, it's, it was just a thing where I got about 30% of tips of what I made. And that's not too bad. More or less, it's about 15, 20% on a regular basis. And it depends on when you do it. Now, for me, I do concern myself when it comes to tips, especially with the kind of work that I do to make sure that the food gets there on time and it's hot. And I'm, you know, pretty adamant. Well, there's a thing now about tip baiting and delivery drivers, which more than not, I notice they're very vocal on Facebook. I remember I tried to get onto a couple of Facebook groups for a little bit, and I just had to get off of them. So toxic, some of the people are on there that, you know, they expect it to be so much easier than it is. Like, you still got to do a little bit of work, but it's the work that you can do that's really simple because it's what you're doing. It's like it shouldn't be that hard. Anyways, an Oregon man, an Oregon man is trashing tip baiting, whereby cruel customers promise a large gratuity to delivery drivers on online apps only to reduce the amount after the food has been dropped off. I don't know you could do that. Like, after you can put that in, I didn't know you could change the tip in the middle of it. No? Owen Lindstrom, he delivers meals for Uber Eats. He went on TikTok earlier this month to blast stinging schemers in a video that got almost 5 million viewers. Quote, in food delivery apps, the customer has the ability to increase or reduce the tips after drop-off. Tip baiting is when a customer offers a large tip to get their food faster than take it away at the end. While it's good to protect the customer from having bad service by holding the tip over your head, it leaves a big opportunity opportunity to screw over the driver. What I do notice, too, is that this is what Uber drivers need to understand. I don't know if this works for DoorDash or other places, but I do notice quite a few times that food, certain food deliveries, there will be a certain amount, and I'll always get emails about getting an adjustment of my fares. And I'll notice it's usually the food orders. That will just get, like, it'll be come from, like, $2 to nine dollars like it's really fascinating how that works out but it does and so i keep that in mind i say to myself oh you know what i gotta keep that i gotta take a look at that what's going on so i look at that i'm saying to myself all right that's pretty interesting so the thing is sure we're gonna have people out there upset that they're not getting enough tips and that you know some people still want to be able to go and not have to tip i get that part i get what they're saying one commenter said that tipping is not automatic or guaranteed. A tip is a reward for great service. Not mediocre or basic. Another critic remarked, when you ignore deliveries with normal tips, it forces customers to do just this to get their food on time, which is true. Now, the headlines actually started coming back in April 2020 when New Yorkers were luring delivery drivers to their homes to deliver groceries and takeout with the promise of big tips amidst COVID-19. And due to lockdown, New, York, New Yorkers were competing with thousands of other customers to secure deliveries and pledge to gratuities in order to secure service. Nasty New Yorkers would then be reducing the tip amount after their food arrived. Well, you know what? I don't know what you could do about that. If you're in New York, man, you could just walk outside to a bodega or somewhere else and get food instead of getting delivered. Like, I understand some suburb types wanting to do that, but man, I don't get that part. And when I do deliver, I will say this too, that a lot of your fast food places, specifically McDonald's and Chick-fil-A, are fantastic, fantastic at taking care of deliveries. They're really fast. And you just also have to figure out what places do really well in terms of the ratings that they might get. And, you know, you'll just see some what restaurants are out there 
that are really solid when it comes to delivery because that's what they do. And that's really what they do their best at. Um, you know, there are some knockoffs of Chipotle that I've seen that have done pretty well like that. And, you know, we have a place called Bole that does actually comes something like that. That's actually pretty good. Otherwise, you know, I've seen other people do other things. I just don't get where some people want to go ahead and order food. And that's the other part I guess I have a whole issue about with takeout. Uh, what is worth taking out? Because it's really fascinating. Sometimes when I have to go to like a BJ's Brew House or an Outback Steakhouse or an Olive Garden to pick up food, I'm saying to myself, you're going to order the food you would normally set at a sit-down restaurant like this? And you want to get it brought home? I mean, I understand if it's a doggy bag kind of thing, but this right here, it's the same idea. Like the food is coming in warm from a place like that because they're not, they don't have the, the, the baggage and all the other stuff necessarily. There are just certain foods I know that for me, I would think would be, would work for having delivered. Pizza, obviously. Fried chicken's actually quite good. We have a place down here that does fish and chicken. And when you get it there fresh fried and they stack those styrofoam containers where you can't open, you can't close them and they put it all together. Like that food is excellent and it does stay damn hot. Um, and then we have some places that are, you know, fast takeout kind of Spanish places. They do like rotisserie chicken and things like that. That's not too bad. Could you some places do better? But like the, the real big national chain sit down restaurants, your Applebee's, your Longhorn Steakhouses, your, like those kind of deals, I wouldn't necessarily get from there. Especially with the food they have, all the sauces they put on there, all that kind of stuff. Like really, I'm talking about some fancy stuff. Or just like a little bit more aloof of the menu. And I don't think it would be, I wouldn't recommend it necessarily. But if you got to get some food, you know, the traditional Chinese or pizza or... I don't know what else much more there is that I think would really work effectively, but I mean, that's for some people to go and figure out for themselves. Anyway, that's all I got to say about that. There's always more I'm going to talk about delivery and ride share and stuff like that because I've done a lot of it and I could tell you a lot about it. And if you want to hear more about it, please go and reach out to me. Hit me up on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, TikTok, at King of Podcasts. I'm there everywhere. And I'm going to leave it there, and I'll talk to you next time.